Okay, good morning, everybody. It's Tony Fleming. This is our 7 a.m. Mindset Call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. Man, and we talk about it. It's 5 a.m., I mean, 6 a.m. Central and 5 a.m., 4 a.m. Pacific time. And we talk about mindset. We talk about leadership. We talk about life. We talk about books. We talk about affirmations. We talk about a lot of things that go hand-in-hand in what you do on a daily basis. Now, we put this call on a podcast platform. It's not a you know company call, team call, or corporate call. It's a mindset call. So we loaded it on a podcast platform for easy access to people to get back and listen to it because repetition is key, hearing something over and over and over. That's how you learn. That's how we learn in school. That's how we sit in class from you know kindergarten to 12th grade, then through college. We sit there six, seven, eight hours a day over and over and over hearing the same stuff. That's how we learn. So... Repetition is key. So having e- you know, having easy access to these calls are so important. So it's not a podcast. So anybody who goes to the podcast or see our name on there uh, floating around, you click on it, you're like, oh, it's a podcast. No, it's a conference call. But it's loaded on the podcast platform because we want to give you a lot of information that we have, man. we got 25 years of this, and uh, it's the truth as we know it. So... Um, Please go back, listen to it, share it. You know, you can go to Apple, iTunes, Breaker, you know, Spotify. It's on 16 different platforms. And you also can go back and listen to the replay because it's recorded. The replay number is 712-432-1085. And the PIN code is the same one you called in on, on the call, 783357-POUND. So make sure you go back and listen to that um, and listen to all of them and share them, man. If you can't, if you don't, if you technology challenge like myself, <laughs> just send me a text at 678-644-4541, 678-644-4541, and um, I'll send you the link, and you can have it attached to your um, to your phone. It'll be right there in your message. You know what's funny? You know, everything we do now is recorded. I mean, everything we do now is saved and documented. So I can imagine... <laughs> 20, 30 years from now, somebody's going to be trying to send me a text. <laughs> they hit a recording of this. Send me the link. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know because 20, 30 years from now, it won't even be text messages. I don't know. They'll probably, they'll probably be listening like, send them a text. What is that? <laughs> I'll tell them what's going on then because you better believe everything you say now or do is documented. It's going to be saved. It's going to be put somewhere and somebody's going to be able to go back and hear it or or do something with it. Uh, so, <laughs> but as of today, right now, you can send me a text, and I'll send you the link, and it'll be right there in your messenger. I mean, it'll be right in your phone, so you can actually share it, and other people can get it now. All right. So uh, today I got, um, you know, I, I, I had three ladies that uh, that were in the boot camp with me. And uh, for 90 days, and I and I and I just decided the other day, I said I'm gonna I'm gonna start sending them text messages right before the call. I'm gonna send it like like two minutes before the call. Not gonna tell them anything. Just make sure they get the text message. And then the text message is gonna say, "Here's the moderator number. I want you on here." <laughs> so let's see. Uh, we get something from this boot camp. I might not even ask you a question today. Honestly, I, I might not. But I just want you to have you on here just to see. Um, you know, a lot of people are afraid to talk, you know, um, publicly. And, you know, this is not really – it's public, but it's not because you're in a conference call, so nobody really sees your face or anything like that, but still public. And other people are listening. So 
so. Um, my first person that I sent today, moderator lady, are you on? I am. Okay, good. <laughs> so just sit still. I might not even call on you. Just <laughs> I don't want you to be nervous just in case. <laughs> wow. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, we're going to get started this morning, man. I tell you, we got a lot of stuff we want to go over. Uh, I do have a question, too, that Preacher Man sent me. I might let you answer Preacher Man question. Let's see. I might let you do that. But we're going to get started. We're going to talk about six principles um, that an uh, article that was sent to me for uh, for business uh, for 2021, six principles. And it's just, it was an entrepreneur magazine. A partner of mine saw it and sent it to me. So if y'all see some good stuff, you know, send it to me. Let me let's talk about it. If you think it's good, you know, make sure you do that. Have somebody uh, actually send that to me. So, all right. So y'all ready to get the party started? Let's go. that you 
you know, started off at the last year or something. Um, how does your memories play a part? Does it affect you? Do you think back on, you know, when somebody laughed at you and talked about you? Do you think back? Does that a, does that hold you back from having success? It can, if I allow it to. Um, and of course, I do still have those moments where I have the memories of different things that people said, what they said about me or my products or what I'm doing with my business or uh, doing a live or talking in front of people like you're talking about right now, what they said about how I sounded or how I pronounced the word or something. Yeah, I think about that. Um, and it de- it does still affect me to a certain degree, but now I know what to do with that. Um, I can kind of hear myself and what I'm saying to myself and go back in there and know how to correct it and start working on that. And I, I come out of it faster. So you're saying if you hear yourself you know, getting down or, you know, like on the clip earlier, you know, Les Brown said that the biggest challenge that people have is the low self-esteem because I kept playing that back over and over and over. So when you hear something that, you know, that could be pulling you down, you say you know how to correct that. What do do you do for that? Well, you know, also on the clip he said, you know, the good thing you say to yourself is oftentimes the only thing that you're going to hear good about yourself. And that, right. that's, that's something that I've used in my practice for years with my patients. I tell them, be your own best friend. You know, sometimes the first thing they say to me when they come to me working in mental health is, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. I talk to myself. And I said, no, I don't think you're crazy. depending on what you're saying to yourself. That's the key. So when I hear something negative, then I, I replace it with a positive. Like if I say, um, ain't nobody going to want to join my team or something like that. I reverse it and say everybody wants to join my team. You know, I make it personal for me, and then I make it specifically in relation to whatever I hear myself saying. You know, I have a lot of affirmations that I read, but it's more important for me that I specifically address the thought that I'm having in my head, so I make it personal for me. Okay. Well, thank you, ma'am. That's a good answer. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call on you anymore today. I don't think I might. I might toward the end. I don't know, but you know, be on be on standby just in case. That's great. I send you the text. Two minutes. I said, let me let me see who. who so the other two ladies, y'all y'all better be ready because Monday or Wednesday you gonna you might get a text right before the call and say here's the moderator number. Let's go. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, be on standby just in case. I appreciate that. That's a great answer. Um, and what I want to say to that, too, is that, you know, that memory thing is kind of, it, it, it goes back to what we talk about, at least what I talk about a lot, is from the wound to age nine. You know, uh, that stuff now, literally, we might not remember it. I'm going to put it that way. Literally, because you hear people say, well, I never heard those words. I never heard that. But our subconscious does. I mean, it's there. It's programmed deep down and buried deep down inside of us. The stuff that we heard, you know, like, you know, money don't grow on trees and rich people are evil and, you know, nobody in my neighborhood, our neighborhood ever going to be successful like that and you shouldn't be trying that hard. You should go down and work at the plant. You know, all that kind of stuff that that was said, and I know it was said if you grew up in a, a neighborhood of uh, that was middle class or even poor, um, it was said. I mean, it was. It, it said it. You know, you might say, well, my parents didn't say it. 
Somebody in your neighborhood said it. Somebody at your school said it. It was said because that's the language that the poor and the middle class uses. Still to this day. Still to this day that that language is being used. So, uh, And a lot of that stuff is, you know, we might not say we really remember that, but our subconscious does. It's there. And so we operate that way. That's where the low self-esteem come in there because we – we don't know why we don't do certain. You know, when I talk to people, I told you I talked to people who um, who what the world would consider successful. They got their master's degree, PhD. They got what you call a good job, and then you start talking to them about doing something outside of the box, and you can literally see in their eyes how they kind of freeze up because again, they don't want like what you said, Lebron. They don't want that ridicule or somebody laugh. Want why? Would, why would a person be concerned about that? Why would a person be concerned about that when they are what the world says is successful? So you should be you should be willing to take any kind of risk because if people look at you as being successful, uh, <laughs> I see that, Ronald. If people look at you as being successful, uh, somebody said they taught you well, uh, So <laughs> If people look at you as being successful, uh, you should be able to take a risk. You should be ready to jump out there and do some stuff. They, but you still, as a person that the, the world looks at, and you're still concerned about what people think. And that's that's insane. That's that's low self-esteem. That's stuff that's been programmed in us at early. You know why? Because we still don't believe that. We still don't believe that. Even though we have reached what you call the, the pinnacle of what the world says is great. You know, you went to school, got the, the two extra degrees, you got the great job, probably got your Lexus or, you know, a Benz or something, a couple of them in the driveway. You got, you know, you might even have a pool in the backyard. Shoot. Don't mess around and have a fraternity tag on the front or a sorority tag on the front and, and then your HBC, HBCU tag on the back. <laughs> don't, have, don't mess around and have AKA on the front and, and, and Howard on the back. Ooh. You have arrived. <laughs> you have arrived, but you're afraid. You still got those insecurities. Now you're gonna use. You're gonna say something else. Now you're not gonna say that's what it is. You're gonna say, well, you know, I don't do those. You know, this. I don't. You know, it's not. You know, nah. You know, I don't. <laughs> no, what you're saying is, I don't want to take a chance of stepping out. You know, how you step out of line in the grocery store and you see another cashier that's about to open up, but you ain't sure. Because you don't want to go over there and then, you know, <laughs> ah, <laughs> that ain't open now. You don't want that. So people don't want to step out of line when it comes to business and, and just anything in life. Man, that stuff that's, now that's memory, uh, preacher man, but that's not memory that we think we have. That's memory that the subconscious has that we don't even know that's still sitting there. Because I can promise you growing up in a in a, a wealthy neighborhood, those things are not talked about. You know, you don't hear that in a wealthy neighborhood. You don't hear that that this can't happen and that can't happen. No. You, what you hear in a wealthy neighborhood is, all right, uh, tell your dad and Jim, let's get together and um, we're gonna we're gonna make this thing work. We gotta just get together and and we're gonna put some thoughts together and make it work. <laughs> you know, in the other neighborhood, in the poor neighborhood, that thing ain't gonna work. Ain't so getting together to talk about that. Because <laughs> you know what Leroy's going to do. And uh, that stuff is, 
still there. That's why a lot of people can't move past certain things because, you know, they don't know it's buried there. Uh, when we start reading books and we start getting on calls like this, it starts to come up, the conversation starts, and you start thinking about it. So, all right, but here we go, six principles uh, that uh, for personal and business. Article that was sent to me, and it says here that uh, I'm just going to read a little bit of it, then I'm going to get to the principles. Um, he says, example, well, let me see, unfortunately, I'm trying to jump in the middle of this with trying to read all of this. The challenge is not to let success come without personal satisfaction or at the expense of ones you love to do that. You need to follow a set of personal principles that drive your business principles, not the other way around. Here are some keys that ones need. So you need to you need to don't let the challenge, don't let success come without your personal satisfaction. Also, you know, and that's what I guess. But you know, we used to that though. You know, we 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 have so-called success on our jobs, and we don't have personal satisfaction because if you look at polls. And surveys that they've taken from people, you know, on their jobs, you know, 78% of people hate what they're doing. They don't have personal satisfaction there. They just do it to pay their bills. So what he's saying here, um, that in business, you want to have some kind of form of personal satisfaction. And that goes back to what I always talk about is that you got to love what you're doing. And then you say, well, Tony, I really don't love it. Well, you got to learn to love it. You can learn to love anything. You can, if you want to. You can learn to love it. If you want to, because that's the way that you're going to have some personal satisfaction uh, as you go along in business. So, number one, he says, define your personal goals and purpose early. He says, your personal goals should should drive your business goals, not the other way around. You will never be satisfied or happy if you're not true to your your core beliefs. Personal interests and higher purpose. Write down your goals, then take ownership to make them happy, to make them happen and feel the satisfaction. So your personal goals should should drive your business goals. Your personal goals should drive your business goals, not the other way around. You will never be satisfied or happy if you're not true to your core beliefs. So... um, and it's kind of like your why. You know, it, it says goals, but your your why should be, you know, a number of reasons why. But you got to have that. So you got to define your personal goals and what you want out of whatever you're doing. You know, the first thing when a person starts a home-based business, the first thing they want to do is, you know, and what first thing you should do is, you know, find partners that can work it with you. And so that's the first thing we, that's, that's what we go for. And we get, you know, we start, we start doing all of that before we even define what we want to do. That's why I say everybody needs to get a game plan and kind of understand where they are. I hate for people to take off or or to start in a business and they don't have a game plan or a strategy. And a lot of times we do that because, you know, we got people that, you know, on the team that some people never met, never heard, never, they don't even know they exist, and they wind up coming and going and nobody's ever even met them. Because nobody's ever put them in front of a game plan. Nobody's ever let somebody else talk with them. And they never even sat down to do goals and dreams. They never even define, as it says here, your personal goals and your purpose. Never do, never do that. Number two, focus on strength rather than fixing weaknesses. 
focus on strengths rather than fixing weaknesses. You know, I talked about that the other day. I said that, you know, whatever you're good at, master that. If you're good at speaking, speak every day, every night. If somebody calls you to speak, speak then. If somebody wants you to do a presentation for them, do it then. Just do it. Do it while you sleep. Do it all the time. Just do it. And that's how you master something. You know, uh, like the guy says, I'm not afraid of the the, the, uh, the karate, so-called karate expert that knows, you know, a thousand different ways to kick. He said, I'm afraid of the one that knows this one kick that he's done a thousand times. See, that one, that's deadly. That's a deadly one there because, you, you know, you might think you can stop it, but you can't. If, if that person, you know, knows that's done this one kick a thousand times, that's the person you should be afraid of that's doing that, somebody who's mastered that, somebody who's put 10,000 hours in. That's the one that's deadly because they can do it in their sleep. They can do it with their eyes closed. They can do it. So find your strength. He said, if you don't see business as one of your strengths, you likely won't be happy, you know, doing business. So you, he says one of the strengths, not the strength, but you gotta, you got to understand that being in business. And that's one of the challenges we have, too. Remember now, we roll people over from a product. Most of the time we have a, some kind of product that people like, you know, and we got a great product that people love. We, got a, we have an excellent product. And then, you know, we, they say, okay, I think I want to make some money. Now, what they don't realize is that they're in business now. They think they're just making some money. You know how you're doing a job. You know, you just think, I'm. And it, no, it's not like that. No, you officially have a business. The IRS looks at it as a business. You know, that's a different, that's a different thing. So if you you got to understand that, you know, if you don't learn to love business as one of your strengths, not one of them, not, not the strength, it's going to be a challenge for you. And most people don't. They don't get to that point. You know, um, here's number three. Create a short-term milestone on the path to your dream. All right? So dreams alone won't make you happy or successful. To start early in defining and executing against a set of milestones to celebrate progress along the way. Satisfaction is not a one-time event at the end of your career. It's a series of good feelings driven by results along the way. So, you know, set a milestone to where you can celebrate a little bit. You know, like in in our business, you know, milestones are positions. So, so, you know, the titles are are the positions, director, you know, director to uh, diamond or double diamond. Those are milestones. So you can set those and go for them. But now you might want to set some in between that also. Let me, you know, here's some milestones, especially for new people who don't, who don't have a following, who don't have a lot of people, don't know anything. You might have one or two. You need to set some milestones um, of something that you can do yourself, meaning, you know, uh, here's a milestone. Uh, when I when I do consistently for thirty days, where I check off every day um, a routine that I'm doing. And now this is a milestone that you got to be honest about. You can't be cheating it. You know you can't. You got you got to be honest with yourself. You know just maybe. <laughs> you know you got to check off on the calendar, hang it on the wall or something, and check it every day. I made my five calls. 
Uh, I read five pages in the book. I uh, listened to the uh, uh, mindset call. I uh, listened to some more training calls. I don't know whatever you want to name it, whatever you want to, you know, whatever training calls you want to listen to. Um, and then you check that off. That's one day. Now, 30 days might be too much for you. <laughs> you're saying, you know, you're like, I need a milestone before that, Tony. I don't know. All right, we'll do 10 days. Check off that you did this for 10 days straight. And then when you do that, you celebrate. You say, what, how do I celebrate? I don't know. Go out to eat. Well, in this COVID thing, I don't know. You might want, you know, I don't know. Go on Amazon like everybody else and order something. You know, figure out what you're going to order once you do that. Now, don't go break the bank. You know, it could be anything that you can, you know, order, you know, I don't know, $50 or something, something that you, okay, I'm not going to order this on Amazon because some of y'all order every day on Amazon. But I'm not going to order anything until I hit this milestone of 10 days straight of being consistent. Now, like I said, you're going to have to be honest with yourself because if you go to sixth or seventh day and you're not consistent, you got to start over. You know, I've told this story a million times about my dad. We was going to the backyard. I still remember that white football. I don't know how that – I hadn't seen a white football since then, but we had a white football. <laughs> and he would throw it to me. And it was I was going for a dollar. I guess I was in the fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. And I had to catch three of them. The first one was cool. <laughs> the second one was cool. <laughs> but the third one, we, uh, back uh, along our backyard against the fence, you know, lined up against the fence, it was tied up all into the fence too. Was I don't know, you know, what they call it, but this is what we used to call it was sticker bushes. Y'all remember the sticker bushes? And those things was what? And he, that third ball used to be always real close to that sticker bushes. I mean, he was almost in there, the way he threw it. And every time I used to stop, and he did that intentionally. You know, I'm like, man, I'm not about to run the sticker bush to get it. He's saying to himself, well, I'm not about to give you a dollar because you had to catch three. The first two was cool. I had to go in the sticker bush to get the third. And eventually I did, and I was proud of myself <laughs> when I got that dollar because I wanted to show it to my mom because she used to be in the kitchen window looking out. And shaking her head at my dad for doing that. So, <laughs> so when I got that, I went to sticker bush and got that and showed it to her. And um, so, you know, you might be, your milestone could be 10 things consecutively and you don't do it. Now you don't go in the sticker bush. You don't go in the, on the 10th one. And when you finally go in there and do it, celebrate. But again, we're in a world where everybody likes to cheat just to win. That ain't going to help you by cheating. you got to say, okay, I didn't do it consistently. Let me start over again. And see, then that's when you're going to start realizing, this is what you're going to start realizing if, you, if you're honest with yourself, that that's why a lot of people don't succeed, is that we're not consistent with what we're doing. We're just not. We, we can, we're consistently blaming people. We'll consistently blame a company, blame a person, blame a you know a family member, business partner. We'll blame everybody on why we can't do it, but we won't consistently look at ourselves and blame ourselves for not doing it. So if you ever get honest with yourself and really look at it, you'll say you'll see why why most people are not winning. And I'm saying you can't if, if your if your plan is to get you know five things accomplished every day. I'm talking about five things that you can do without anybody that you don't need anybody else. 
five phone calls, five messages that you can leave. Um, you know, I don't know. Whatever you could do, you write it down and you start doing it and see if you can consistently do it for 10 days straight. You check it off. Man, that's a milestone. That's a goal. Besides all the other stuff that we have, then you can go back and, and uh, you know, be proud of yourself for that. Another one here says, be honest with yourself about practicing what you preach. He says, many business executives can give a great talk to their team about sustaining their health ooh, and maintaining a balanced family life, but they let the business override their own needs. And, you know, most people, most of these guys are not taking care of their health. I, you know, when I talk about going to the gym or doing whatever I do, you know, I laid off from the gym for, for a long time because of the COVID, you know what I'm saying? And uh, now, you know, the reason I'm back in there is because there's not that many people in there. So there's a whole lot of space between the time. Like yesterday I was in there, it might have been, this is a huge gym that used to have, you know, to be 100 people at a time. You know, I think yesterday I looked around, it was three, three or four of us in there. Um, but even when when I wasn't going, everybody saw, at least I talked about it, how consistently was walking three times a day, three to four miles. And I, that was something mental, mental, mentally I had to work on because I had to make myself get out there and do that. Nobody else. See, when I went to the gym, my trainer was right there standing over me and make you know. But now, you know, when when I did that at eight o'clock in the morning, I had to make myself do it again about one thirty, and then make myself do it again about six that evening. And that was, you know, I mean, it's easy just to lay around, just be around. You don't have to do that. But you know, I kind of practice what I preach. You know, at least I, you know, I think I did. So, all right, here's uh, number five. Don't stop believing, learning, and growing as a person. The world of entrepreneurs is ever-changing. So if you aren't learning and changing, you're falling behind. See, you never, and this is my conversation here, you never, you never can stay stagnant. You never, I mean, you never can stay where you are. Either you're going forward or you're going backwards. Like he says, either you're learning and changing or you're falling behind. And business setbacks must be seen as normal and expected challenges, not as indications of failure. You know, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to overspend on money. You're going to, you know, there's a lot of things going to happen to you, but you you can't look at that as failure. Uh, but successfully recovering from problems should be the key uh, and source of your satisfaction, I meaning to keep grinding and keep going and keep doing the things that you're supposed to do, which is um, – you know, it's challenging in business, you know, because most of us are not trained to be in business. You know, that's, that's what I talk about when we roll people from being a great product customer to, you know, having them come in business. Most people are not trained to do that. Now, I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just saying that the pitfalls and the things that's going to happen from that. I mean, we've been trained and conditioned to work a job. Now, when I say that, some people think I'm being sarcastic or trying to be whatever. No, I'm just telling that's the truth. And I think working a job is great. And if a person says, I'm going to work for this company for 40, 50 years, and I'm not going to do anything else but this company, that's great. Do that. Well, here's the problem. 
Some people start doing that for 10, 15 years, and then they realize, I got to do something else, and then they try to do something like what we're doing, and now they don't realize that that same mental, uh, the same mentality that they have, they can't use that over here. They can't use that in, um, in business. It's a different mentality that you have to have in business. On a job, it's not. You go to work. You go in, show your badge, shake, talk to Harry. Hey, Harry, you know, how was the weekend? You watch the game? Yeah, you know, you watch the game. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Bron? Oh, Bron, good. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? You know, you go through that, and you go, you know, to your office, and you go through the stuff that you do, and then you come on home. Then you do it again the next day. That's not the mentality that you're going to – you can't use that mentality when you come into business because there's a lot of things that you're going to have to do uh, that you wouldn't do, you know, on a job. Like, you always use this example. It's an old-school example because you probably don't have this anymore. But, you know, the last time I had a job was 1995. But when I worked at AT&T, all the stuff I needed, pen, paper, you know, tape, scissors, whatever I needed was in the file cabinets in the back. <laughs> and they had tons of that stuff. You go back there and get, grab everything you need, take it home, put it in the car, all that. See, people want to operate that way in business. You start a business, you know, you waiting on the company to give you a lot of stuff. Nope, you got to buy that stuff yourself now. Or the company, you're not a part of a company. You you have started a business. You're like a franchise owner. You are an independent person. So now you can't be sent back waiting on the company to do this and do that and do that. No. You're about to buy your own pen and paper, your own stuff. That, and I'm just using pen and paper as an example, but it could be buy your own product. you got to buy your own whatever to market with, whatever to market, because you're independent now. You're not, you don't have that same mindset, that same thought, you know. <laughs> I go back there, hey, who's going to restock the file cabinets, you know. <laughs> Well, we need to restock the file. I took everything out of there. That's why. <laughs> y'all need to put some more stuff back here. You know, uh, y'all got to put some more stuff back here, you know. Where's your stuff? That's the thought process that has to be changed when you um, when you, when you start a business and you have a, uh, have a business mindset. All right, number six, the last one. Take satisfaction from team success at work and at home. So being an entrepreneur is not one person show. So accept that fact and build a team that, are, that, that can complement you and support your weaknesses. If your business and private teams are motivated and satisfied, their happiness will radiate to you. A motivated team is a successful one. You know, what I've, what I've done in the last year with what we do, I, I've let most people be independent in what they're doing so that they can grow. You know, you can't really... People can't really grow if you're hovering over them. So I'm going to see, I was just seeing the first year to see who's going to grow from what, you know, you're independent. You do your thing. Don't have me, you know, standing over you trying to, you can grow. Some of you all, you know, some of you all will. Others are going to sit back and say, well, no, nah, we, we, you know, we need this, we need that. No, no. What you need is a belief and you need the activity, a belief in the activity. He says here in number six that experts, check this out, 
Many experts believe that one of the top reasons for failure uh, in your business, as well as personal failure, is what? LaVonda, you still there? I am. Okay, give me that answer. What do you think it is? Uh, lack of consistency. That's a good one. That's not the answer, though, he says. Um, Let me read it again. Many experts believe that one of the top reasons, not the reason, but one of the top reasons for failure in your business, as well as personal failure in life. So you can put these two together. Remember I always say that everything we relate to is your business, you know, life, relationships, all is the same because of your thoughts. So many experts believe that one of the top reasons for failure in your business and also in personal business. I kind of talked about this uh, matter of fact I did talk about I said I said uh I don't know who was I talking to on the call or was I I said uh well you should know uh you remember the interview uh that because we went over this clip uh in our boot camp of um, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough and he was sitting in the lobby before he came in to do our event. And I pulled up with him. I pulled up on it with the camera, and I started asking him questions. Do you remember when he was sitting on the sofa? I do. Okay. He talked about something about business, and it has, that's kind of like the answer to where. Oh, um, no. He said, he said um, the more, number one thing about being in business is to stay in business. Right? There you go. Right. So now watch this. Many experts believe that one of the top reasons for startup failures or business failures and personal failures is simply giving up too early. See, most people don't stay in business long enough. They just give up. They don't stay around long enough. They, they let those thoughts, the ne- negativity, they let the fear, they let the ridicule eat at them, and they just give up. You know, they, they don't have that growth mindset. They have the the mindset of, you know, what I just heard um, you know, 10, 20 times is going to continue to happen. And that ain't how it works, you know, because eventually if you flip a quarter enough, you know, it's going to fall on the other side too. But, you know, people, they leave too early. They give up. They just quit. And it's amazing when people do that to them, like, you quit. You've been a week. You, you, really, we can't even call that quitting because you never started. <laughs> you got to start first. Most people don't even start, but they just give up. They just stop. You know, um, and I always say this, that the ones who win are the ones who have endured. They stayed around the longest. They just kept going and kept going. And I, I guess they said in their mind, like the uh, officer and the gentleman, when he told them you get out of there, he said, well, I don't have nowhere to go. I guess a lot of people have made up in their mind that they didn't have this, their only option here, so I'm going to stick around until I learn it. And the ones who endure, uh, who kept going, you know, those are the ones that wind up winning because they, they didn't give up too early. They didn't stop. All right, man, appreciate you today. Uh, that doesn't mean you're off the hook now. I might send you another text. You know, you never know. I might do it Monday, but, you know, the other Two ladies, uh, y'all need to be prepared for the text message that says, here's the moderator, and let's go. So, all right, uh, let's see here. All right, it's time for you to uh, 
to get this 25, uh, Kim, because you're right here. <laughs> You've been sitting at 20 for the longest. Everybody else is sitting at 5 or 10. And LaVonda, because you're on the moderator, you can't holler out nothing. You still got a text. <laughs> I'm here. No, you can't do that. <laughs> can't do it. Um, so, all right. This song here, you got to tell me the name of the song and tell me the name. Uh, it's actually three guys, three uh, rappers, hip-hop stars that are in this song. And this song was 11 years ago. I know most of y'all don't know. Y'all going to swear. See, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to start going back to movies because now I can, you can't kind of cheat the system on movies. I don't know how if I, if I play a voice. And I say, tell me who this is. I don't know how. I don't know if there's a system out there that tells you that, too, because you can't really cheat. But, you know, y'all got these Shazam, y'all got these Googles, what y'all can do now. So it's just hard for me to, especially after, you know, my partner, my buddy just put all that. And see, that's memory, preacher man. She put that memory in my head to make me think that y'all out here cheating. <laughs> so <laughs> hard for me to let that go. But we got to do the honor system like Office Depot used to do. You know, you go over there and run some, you know, run copies and then come back to the counter and tell me how many you ran. <laughs> I go and run 50. I come back to the counter. I got a stack of 50, man. Well, how many copies? Five. <laughs> What's that in your hand? Oh, I brought those in here. <laughs> you, y'all going to change that honor system here. Yeah, I know that's what's going to happen, but. All right, uh, this was not like a big song on the radio, but I used to play it all the time. This was 11 years ago. It was, it was like a song I used to play in my car all the time. All right, so you got to tell me the name of the song and then tell me the three rappers in the song. And they going to mess around and say their name, and I know already, but they might say two of the names. They ain't going to say the third one, I don't think. All right, here we go. Now, I promise you, most of y'all ain't even heard this song. I bet you. Yeah. All right, now, no, no, no cheating now. You got to tell me Dedicated the to three. You got to tell the three names. You know who you are. Uh, yeah. Red Man, Method Man. Uh, Blackout 2. Aaron L. Dunna, girl, you got your whack together, you get the thumbs up. Your raw footage is uncut, frontin' like them goodies is untouched. We both knew this money's as young bucks. Mike, you ever take a trip to Shane with lot? Too many hardships, the hardest one to tame goodbye. Look here, time's money, let me save you some time. And in your spare time, fully understand I'm a rare find, huh, you know? So pick a date and pick a place and we there for show. Slow up the pace and say the race soon there you go. I'm dope money, girl, that mean I got cash to blow. She love it though, she's so international. Not around the way around the world and you can stump we around you girls, but you're classy though I'm feeling your vibe, you're feeling the high The G4 is ready to fly, you ready to ride Let's go Now we can dream, we can lay on the beach, you know Then hit the sheets, I'll let you play with my feet, you know She keep it low, she's so international Hey, I like a girl that a you know, with pretty feet, cook me something to eat, you know, you're not a groupie, you're international, you know me, girl, who I be, girl, the big well, that bells out of sea world, what's your name, show me ID, girl, you look black and a little Chinese girl, hey, wait, 
I got guys trying now. Y'all talking about Keith Murray. Keith Murray ain't on there. Now, some of those, one of the names you said on there, but. Now, my pride off the bat, he got it, but he, you know, he ain't competing. He just said, I got all of Trying to sneak past me like you ain't falling. You look sweet like tweet, baby. Call me. Matter of fact, wasn't you on Mario's display? Hey, Miss Thang. Hey, Miss Thang. How you going, Miss May? I got tickets. Let's roll to the next game. You- well, at least y'all being honest. At least y'all being fair and y'all not cheating. So I appreciate that. But that still means you ain't going to win today, Kim, and nobody else going to win. <laughs> Some people were close. Some people were close. Uh, but, you know, uh, <laughs> my man, my, my, real old, my real partner got it right out the bat. He came out the game with it. I don't know put Snoop in there. <laughs> she out here Googling. I know that's what she's doing. But that's called Miss, Mrs. International. Not international, and that's <laughs> as red man, method man, and y'all gonna never guess the third one is Eric Sermon. Eric Sermon, but that was a classic. Matter of fact, let's see here, I got to play that again. So just so <laughs> we're gonna end the call with it. Dedicated to all the beautiful people in the house. You know who you are. Yeah. Red man, method man, blackout too. Aaron nails done up. Girl, you got your whack together. You get the thumbs up. Your raw footage is uncut. Frontin' like them goodies is untouched. We both knew this money's as young bucks. Mind you ever take a trip to Shane with lot? Too many hardships, the hardest one to tame goodbye. Look here, time's money, let me save you some time. And in your spare time, fully understand I'm a rare find, huh, you know? So pick a date and pick a place and we there for show. Slow up the pace, say the race, soon there you go. I'm dope money, girl, that mean I got cash to blow. She love it though, she's so international. Not around the way around the world and you can stump me. We around you girls, but you're classy though I'm feeling your vibe, you're feeling the high The G4 was ready to fly, you ready to ride Let's go Now we can green, we can lay on the beach, you know Then hit the sheets, I'll let you play with my feet, you know She keep it low, she's so international Hey, I like a girl that a you know, with pretty feet, cook me something to eat, you know, you're not a groupie, you're international, you know me, girl, who I be, girl, the big well, that bells out of sea world, what's your name, show me ID, girl, you look black and a little Chinese, girl, hey, wait a minute, where you going, shorty, trying to sneak past me like you ain't falling, you look sweet like tweet, baby, call me, matter of fact, wasn't you on Mario's plan, hey, Miss Thang, hey, Miss Dang, how you going, Miss May? I got tickets, let's roll to the next game. You Tina Marie and baby, I'm Rick James. Excuse me, where you going, mama? I want to change, I voted for Obama. Bring in the new, kick out the old timers. Let's talk while we going to meet your mama. I like a girl that's thick in the waist, you know. The kind of girl that'll finish your plate, you know. You're not greedy, you're international. Type of chick, I like a wheelie, a bike, you know. Rock the mic. 
up tight, you know I like it though, she's so international Seems to me, me, you a queen to be You mean girl, but you don't mean to be Got your crown in your throne, little castle You can rest your dome and we can You know, you're getting that dough Get it and go on this cruise I'm taking it slow, you're painting your toes And it's cool, dude, with you Like an overnight celebrity, miss nothing to lose Hey, hey, miss lady my Boricua, I heard your apple bomb like Bonita, your accent telling me you from the east side, take off your shoes, you about five feet high, I guess, what about you, a jungle brother and baby, I house you, your feet looking real good in them house shoes, you're not a groupie, you're international, international. 